It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, welcome back, everyone. This is the FlowTrack Podcast. Our email address is flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody, tuning in live on YouTube. I am Kevin. Pleased to be back at the desk with my co-host, Gordon Mack. Gordon, how are you, sir? Good to be here. It's good to see that you survived uh, your sick day. Yes. Um, sure was legit. Seemed totally legit. I'm what? sick. Okay. You know COVID's over, right? You I was sick. You, you can't use that excuse I was to sick. get out of Wednesday podcast. I was sick on Monday, and then I got worse for Wednesday. You, of all people, should empathize with me because you saw how I was on Monday. And Wednesday, I, would, I had a really bad sore throat to the point where when I would swallow, it would just kind of send shivers down my spine. And the thought of doing a podcast and just sitting here listening to you, and you'd probably say something, and I'd be like, mm. like, it wouldn't have gone well. So I'm going to address your podcast Later on, I listened. I took some notes. You made it seem like I died in the beginning, which was a bit odd. Did you plan on framing it like that way? Or I was kind of start figure, talking. I was figuring out as I went. Okay, uh, we'll we'll talk about it in that segment. I could tell. It, but thank you for holding down the fort. Thank You're you welcome. to Colt for holding down the fort. Thanks everybody uh, who's logged in on YouTube. If you haven't yet, subscribe uh, to our YouTube page. Want to mention our uh, show today, Gordon? The reason you're wearing the sunglasses. Is it sponsored by Gooder Sunglasses, purveyors of sunglasses made for anyone who enjoys putting your body through hell and back. That's right. All different types. Sprints, 5K, marathon, ultra, trail, track, all for 25 or 35 bucks. You can go to Gooder.com. That's G-O-O-D-R.com. $25 active sunglasses for anyone. They're fun. They're fashionable. Functional sunglasses. Gordon. Kevin. Yes. You know what the problem with sunglasses are? I'm learning more about them. I, I've told you this many times, yeah. and I'm going to tell you a, an eighth time. Yeah, Hit they're me expensive. With they're yep. ugly. Sometimes they're over-engineered, but the gooder solution, the ones I'm wearing right here, they're yeah. affordable, twenty-five or thirty-five bucks. They're stylish. Look, I mean, come on, look at this face. Yeah. And then last, they're all performance. <laughs> Free U.S. standard shipping, fifty bucks or more when you buy. So buy two. Don't just buy one. Buy mm-hmm. two. You get free shipping. Uh, Thirty-day free returns. One-year warranty. Hundred percent. Carbon neutral, which you care a lot about, Kevin, and 1% for the planet, which uh-huh. Colt is all in on. Yeah. Find your pair at Gooder, G-O-O-D-R.com. Yeah. Glasses off. No slip, no bounce, all polarized, and all fun. Again, the website, Gooder.com. We thank them for sponsoring the show. So we got a busy rundown here. Yes. We got to talk about a thing, Mo, making it official. It was rumored for a while that she was going to go train with Bobby Kersey. We're going to preview the New York City Marathon. We could do a little bit of Guess My PR if we have time as well, too. And we can address the last pod and make some corrections. I don't think you need to correct anything. The pod was a perfect pod. There were there were some things that stood out. Okay. Do you want to do that first? We'll no, I mean, you... Okay. For the people listening and watching, yep. you came in here hot. You were on one when you walked through the door. You were a little late. I mean, you got... Yes, it, yeah. Because you went to see your brothers, your brother coaches... Yeah. A high school team. Yep. They got second at state. Yeah. Texas, Texas 6A. State. Boys second. 
girls, fourth, boys, individual champion. Yeah, Kevin Very Sanchez, who's yeah. going to Notre Dame. Yes. Won Texas State 6A. Okay, is is there something in the Sully blood that like <laughs> leads to these great performances? The championship performances? No, very proud. Love you, big bro. You did great out there. So I was a little late coming back. Hadn't been to a high school cross-country meet in a while. It's cool to be out there, see the sights, uh, cheer my brother's team on. But something happened Yes. Okay. in this race that I've never seen before. And I don't think you've ever seen before. And I think most people watching at home have never seen or really heard of before in terms of a high school state championship meet. Okay. There was a person in the race who should not have been in the race, who was well past the age of a high schooler. And this person finished second. They crossed the line second. Now, okay. I was standing about 200 was yards. Was it like a bandit? It was a bandit situation. Okay. Now, have you ever heard of a bandit situation in a road race? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But normally they're finishing, you know, in the middle. They still want to pay the entrance fee. Or they veer off 200 meters to go. Yeah. This person finished. Okay. And as far as I've been able to tell so far, I talked to someone at the at the finish line. I believe they started as well, too. It wasn't a hop on the course midway situation. This person started, ran the entire thing. Ran the entire 5K. And then finished second and then ran right through the chute. Their name does not appear in the results because they didn't have a legitimate bib. They had a bib, but obviously not a legitimate yeah. bib. Fake bib, the fraudulent bib. A fraudulent bib. Fake ID now, bib. I'm sure by the time, if you're listening to this later on, the story, maybe we already have more details to it. Um, but as of right now, that's what we know. I was standing about, I want to say 200 meters from the finish line. And I'm watching the runners finish. We have the winner go by, a big gap. Then this runner comes by in second place. And I remember thinking at the time, that person looks old. But... Okay, I haven't been to a high school meet in a while, right? We're used to covering like older athletes, like, and then the next runner comes, the next yeah. runner comes, and you you don't really think anything of it until afterwards when people start saying the jersey that that athlete was wearing, that team didn't qualify. That team didn't qualify any individuals either. Okay, so that there was red flags all over the place, and then I made a call to somebody at the finish line and said, hey. What's up with this? I'm hearing something about the second place runner. Because then we go and look at the results and that runner doesn't appear. And then we find out they started and ran the entire race. And they were good. Not good enough to win, which is, is sort of a side note here. Yeah. If you're going to do it and you're older, so uh, how, old, so high how old are we looking? Like, what's your age? Are, you know, Adar, Ajar, Ajar. So I believe this person was it still in their early twenties, but definitely old enough to stick out. So early twenty, like in the twenty-one to, to twenty-four. 20. It, yeah, if you had to ask College. me, yeah, if you saw them like walking down the street and you had to guess, that's what you'd guess. I don't know exactly how old this person is. Again, by the time this posts or in another couple hours, we might actually know who the individual is. So there's not a situation where it's like just. A guy confused going for a run and he's like, hey. Not that. Okay. It's this not was that. Intent. I was thinking on the drive over here, took me about 35 minutes to get from the meet here. I was thinking of any possible explanation of why this could have occurred. First of all, how does it occur? It's the state championship. Well, it's not that hard. But there's, to, there's not a fence on a cross country course. No, no. To get in the starting corral. You could just walk in. Don't you show the bib? Yeah, oh no. On a cross country course? I feel like you're not showing no bib. I feel it's, like it's not a track meet where like you gotta walk through a gate. There's no gate on a well, there's on a the round rock field. There should be but I'm saying if they really started and then finished, like I think of it this way. If the person gotten caught, you'd think, how did they think they'd possibly get away with it? Right? But and and eventually they may get caught and ID'd and all that stuff. But as of now, they're able to complete the entire race. And you'd think even through the finish shoot, nobody nobody noticed. Nobody said anything. Nobody radioed halfway through and said, hey, that person is running. It's not as if he was running in a jersey of a team that had qualified, right? All the signals were there that that person didn't belong. So then it made me think of other sports. Well, for, 
Could you get a 22-year-old onto a football field for a high school game? For a high school state championship High, high school game. state championship. How about, how about in basketball? Yeah, just like... Checking into the ball game. <laughs> just like, who's this guy? Why is he 6'5 and have a full beard? I don't know. No, here's the thing. Is it, It's a victimless, victimless crime, right? I... Well, could have messed with the race. Someone gets hurt, obviously. It's a huge deal. What do you think his intention was? That's what I'm trying to I think to fi- I know what it is. That's what I'm trying to figure out, and that's where I'm completely lost. I have I no idea. he's a YouTuber. That's where you think this I comes think back to? I think it's like, I'm going to run in a... I'm going to bandit a high school state championship race and try to win it. And, like, they're clear... He probably had a GoPro on his forehead, maybe, or something. He didn't. Didn't see that. But he, he had a film crew watching him, and I guarantee you, this is a vlog... That we're going to see come out Monday. But th- you can't vlog yourself. Well, he probably had a, you know, like, you know, people do the, like, I snuck into the Super Bowl with a fake media badge. It's good. I snuck into a high school state championship cross country race and got second. That's the headline. I'm clicking. Here's here's what you don't. Right? You clicking on that headline? You don't want to do things involving high schoolers because it's involving kids. That's okay. That's, that's, that takes it to a level that you don't want to go to as opposed to okay yeah you sneak into the super bowl what's the worst that can happen you're banned for the super bowl for life oh okay well you weren't going to go back to the super bowl anyway i i I have no clue man so we do have a similar situation that happened with this it actually happened on flow football oh one of our sister sites oh where bishop sycamore high school yeah they basically created a fake high school with non-high school kids and they got blown out on national tv and espn like 50 to nothing is this a Bishop or Sycamore High School situation? I, but see, that was like – there was levels to that, right? Those whole school ended up being fake. Like fake Some, recruiting. And, and the all. players were way older, yeah, right? And like they were like hoping, players, to yeah. get, they were hoping to get recruited. I don't think that's the case with, with this, this individual. Was trying to get recruited. How fast did he run? He got second. You got what was like the winning like what was the time? Well, what was his five K time? I, I don't. They ran three miles. I'm not sure what the time okay. was. Um, it's cross country. Nobody cares about time. I just. I mean, does that shock you? It was stunning to me to see that. Did anyone else notice? Yes, people notice, and then it's starting to like again. This this Did race anyone happened. Stop him. This or race like happened two hours. Well, so him? I asked somebody at the finish line. I said, "Hey," what, he and he said, "Just walked right through." I mean. And, as and, crazy as this is, like, again, no one got hurt. It's kind of just funny. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. I don't know. Like, people think they know who it is, too. Like, the person Ooh. was recognizable enough to where people think they was know. Was he trying to prove a point? Who it was. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I have no clue. Was he like, they incorrectly disqualified me last year. Seven so I'm years coming, ago. So, so I'm, I'm coming, coming back yeah. to, like, get my moment that you guys... <laughs> Took away from me. I mean, that would be one level to it. It could be like a screw you UIL. Like there are, I deserve to be in this race. He drove there, and is it a local school? There are. I don't want to get too much into who people think it is because we, we don't not? know. It. Because by Monday, I think we'll know, and they'll and then we could talk about it more. Than we we just don't know. I think. I mean, it reminded me of there was a I think it was a Sports Illustrated article. There's a famous case of like a person like doing this in on a high school basketball team and transferred in, and no one knew and. Turns out the person was like way older than they said they were going to be, and the kid was like score, or the guy was scoring like thirty points a game and leading them to all these great victories. It just it was a, just a bizarre, surreal scene because of the stage of the state championships. Someone does it in a, an invite or a smaller meet. I mean, we see unattached athletes all the time. Well, yeah, this is a little different, but it, and, or even if someone hopped on the course and ran for four hundred meters yeah. or a mile, it's just the audacity to start. And have a whole, bib. He had a fake bib. A fake bib, a, a jersey on. I'm telling you, this guy's a YouTuber. A jersey from his, his, you know, presumably from his old high school and to run the entire thing. And be good. Not good enough. It would have been, I guess it would have been funnier if he won. More controversial if he won. Well, he got what the do you do if tape. he wins? They're going to say, hey, stay for the award. Like, what happens then? Been a complete mess. All right. Do you know who this is? I can tell you off air. Well, have, again, we can't dox this guy I, now. Well, I, I just well, number one, if it's it's for attention, I don't know if we want to go well, down I mean, that road. We've just been talking about it for like. Wait, just say minutes. their name, and then and num- number two, I'm not a hundred percent on it. I'm just telling you, enough people are looking at it that by okay tomorrow or Monday at the very latest. People well, end the segment with this. You find out it's your son doing this. 
what what's your discipline? What is there is there a punishment for this? Well, he's a man. Okay, at man, this point, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your adult like, son. You'd hope that they wouldn't do it. Like, what do you think? The, what should a punishment be? Should it be like, hey, should we laugh at it or should we take it seriously? We got to figure out what. No, you got to take it seriously. Okay. Because of the reason, if it's it's a high school situation, I mean, it just again, I know it's different because it's not a contact sport. But like his presence in the race did not affect the race at all. Well, if you're in third. Or you're just, four, you, you feel, you're, kind, you're kind of like he was leading the state championships. <laughs> it's bizarre. He's a pacer. Maybe he was hired. To be I, a pacer. I, yeah, and maybe that'll maybe I that'll mean, come we out saw too. a pacer finish second at the Frankfurt Marathon. He's like, I'm pacing the UIL state championships, and then I'm just going to finish the race. Well, if that's the case, they didn't tell anybody that there was going to be a pacer, and, and then we're all just. Over. I don't. It was just again when I'm watching it, I think, oh, that looks a little strange. But then finding out afterwards, just piece by piece, what happened. I'm going with a YouTuber. All right. Fair enough. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Patrick McCormick says, Danny Almonte strikes again. Yeah, it That's was a great reference. It was not. It was not. It was not Danny. Um, I'm assuming you don't want to talk about baseball, right? Yeah, no. I'm okay. going, I'm going, all I know is I'm going to game seven. Oh, you're going? Okay, cool. Because game six is going to be a win. I'm already yeah. imagining that and then I'm going to go to game go seven. seven okay and if I go to game seven Monday's podcast I may need to call in sick the same way you called in sick on Wednesday I got to admit part of why I went to this cross-country meet was I needed a palate cleanser from sports after last night they disappointed me anyway oh, the, oh yeah I'm, was, I'm sure it was really hard on you it is watching. as a Houston Astros <laughs> hater it is sure, really, it's really hard, hard on you. My dealing with team. the Philadelphia Phillies losing. You know. I mean, you jinxed it because after game three, you you're jinxed like, it. You predicted the no hitter. No, what no hitter? Oh yeah, that was midway through the game. But after game three, you're like, this is over. I'm like, you won one game. It is over. We're gonna win seven. I hope you do. It's not over. You're just you're on this roller coaster. Just gotta stay even. We're seven. But last night, they reminded me of the Dodgers just not not getting hits with runners in scoring position. And anyway, uh, let's talk about Thing Mo. Do it. Get a Thing Mo. Announced she's going to be coached by Bobby Kersey. Going to move to Los Angeles. Move from Texas, where she was with her college coach since her days at A&M. This obviously means she'll be coached by the same coach who coaches Sydney McLaughlin Lavrone. Gordon, your, your first thoughts? I mean, I want to go to that practice. And I want to watch <laughs> them work out together. Seeing a, a thing most Sydney workout... Is insane. Like they're it's like the ultimate perfect training partners for each other because not only they similar in talent, mm-hmm. like world class talent, but they also aren't really competing against each other in events. So there is not like this mental dynamic they have to worry about, like where you're my competition. Not yet. They're not competition. Not yet. Are you saying they're gonna become competition? Are you saying well, a thing's gonna become a four hundred meter runner? Do you think that this so Kersey primarily sprints. I mean, he coached his wife, who's a heptathlete. Yeah. But do you make this move if you're not also thinking about something in the 400 later on, if you're a thing, Mo? No, I don't. I mean, that would be. I mean, so is, is, I, is there is there is there like tea leaves that a thing is thinking about moving to the four? Well, she said she wanted to run some fours. That's like, not making a move does, to the four. Does this make you more or less likely to? believe that she would move to the four her her joining kersey or nothing nothing okay because right. i don't think she has any need to move to the four yet she still has yet to like complete the 800 as like yes she's won global titles but she hasn't like done like all yeah, time she hasn't sydneyed her event she like, hasn't been like too too good for the 800 100 right. i agree i agree she, there's still a lot of the 800 she needs to achieve okay so no i don't think a 400's in her i mean i think she's Forever going to be, you know, a four by four person if the schedule ever works <laughs> forever out. Forever four by four person. But, I love it. <laughs> you know, I mean, she's quoted saying, I'm excited for this opportunity to train with the track and field legend Bob Kersey. Coach Kersey has the capability to further enhance my running skills and implement the tools needed to reach my greatest potential. Implement the tools and enhance my running skills. Skills. I love it. I've never heard like, running described that way. Skills. She's treating the 800 like she's a 3 and D. You yeah. Know? I, like, I, I got great defense, great three-point shot. Um, again, I think th- a thing's going to make Sydney better. I think Sydney's going to make a thing better. 
And with Sydney moving to the 400, there's going to be less workouts with hurdles for her probably, okay. which okay. will make her match up well with the thing. Because I'm sure if Sydney was still 100% 400 hurdles, the amount of times they w- they wouldn't get to do a lot of workouts that often together because Sydney's going to have to do the yeah. lane no, right. eight, you know, 300, do seven hurdle yeah. workout type stuff. Um, but I think it's going to be great. And yeah, so, clearly it's, I think it's going to work. I don't think, I don't think, I think she's going to PR this year. Like, well, Bobby has a great track record. We don't know if they're actually going to train together. Literally. That's the thing. Oh, sometimes. really? You think that they're going to train separately? Well, Why? it's track because it's always more complicated than it needs to be. You always you do those interviews. Oh, what's it like training with so and so? Actually, they work out a different time than we do. We're in the really? same group. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I think you bring up a good point, though. I hope they don't it, train separately. It, it helps. Well, if a thing is running the 800, they're going to run at least a little bit separately because they're going to be doing different types of sessions. But I think you explained a way to where it's mutually beneficial. Yeah. Because if a thing Mo, once Shawnee Miller Weibo leaves the quarter. If Sydney's one in the 400 in the world, a thing Mo is two. Yeah. So being able to train with number two is while good also for... knowing that number two is not actually going to race. Race you, yeah. But they're just going to be there to make you better. Basically going to be a hologram like, of yourself that you can train against all the time. That's close to ideal. Yeah, it would be like imagine if uh, you got to train. Imagine if Jakob Ingerbritsen got to train with – Jake Whiteman, but Jake Whiteman was only running the 800 or something like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a just... less high-stakes example yeah, of okay. the one no, that no, I actually – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you could have just said it's like what's happening, which is what's happening. There doesn't need to be an analogy. It's kind of cool, though. It's the perfect situ- – no one has ever had a training partner that is them but doesn't compete against them. Yeah. Because normally – They cloned themselves. Normally, you do that by just getting someone of a different country. Like that's what NOP did. They didn't have yeah, a lot of overlapping countries against... like Mo and Galen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never had to compete each other for team spots, but yeah. they compete each other for title uh, medals. This is a situation where well, they can I, both get gold and be happy. Well, and I wonder if that's was part of the equation when when considering it. Now, from the so that makes sense from the Sydney side. From a thing side, it is interesting because I think they did a great job with her at A and M. I thought that freshman year was perfectly orchestrated. Even though she didn't win indoors, but doing the four hundreds, doing the four hundreds, and then switching over to the eights when it came time for the trials, she ran really fast, and she was so young, and there was no guarantee that was going to happen. So I thought that worked really well. Now last year, she didn't. She still got gold. Didn't run as fast though, and there were some real close calls both at USA's and at World Championships. Maybe for her, it's just, hey, I need to shake something up. I've been in the same training system for a while. She is speed-based. What are the odds? So it makes sense from that side? That two Jersey girls, like, they were, like, the all time. Like, you thought Sydney was, like, f- from Jersey, like, like whoa, like, phenom, high school phenom from out of New Jersey. And now a thing Mo also out of New Jersey. Yeah. And they're both the ultimate best in their event in the world. Now they're both going to train together. It's like the odds at the same state just has this like I don't know. I think that's kind of don't you think that's kind of random, crazy? New Jersey? Yeah. What's what's in the New Jersey water? I don't know. I don't know. Um, what do you think New Jersey cheers for? The Phillies. Um, no, if they were in a race, who New Jersey? If you're a New Jersey resident and you're in a race, who are you cheering for? Sydney or a thing? Well, it's maybe regional, right? A thing from Trenton. What if you're sitting in a city that's exactly the same amount of miles? <laughs> you between... could cheer for both because you don't think they're going to run the same event. Uh, let me get the uh, comments here. Uh, Jordan said, A thing made the wrong decision. If she wants to have 400 gold medal, Kirsty is focusing on Sydney. Remember, it didn't work with Shelly Ann and Elaine. You have to think, though, this was discussed, right? Like yeah. You sat down with I'm everybody sure involved. Sydney's involved well, so in this decision. Also, a thing's agent is Wes Felix and. Sydney's agents, Westfield. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, they have different sponsors, but different agents. Um, there's no way in hell this is like. Uh, I Bobby Kirsten is not like it's my decision. Sydney, you got to deal with it. Like I feel like that was involved in some other coaches. I think that's some other coaching groups are are like I make the rules here. Like yeah. either go buy it or not. Yeah. This seems like this isn't like they're joining a track club. It's a very 
unique one-on-one and partnership. Partnership. I, and, and again, Sydney's definitely involved. But you don't know that. You don't know that how much they're gonna be running together either. There no. is there is the thing too with Nike. I've heard this from somebody. Nike doesn't like it when you stay with the college coach. They'll yeah. let it go if you're high profile enough and if it keeps working, working. But then if they think it's not working anymore, then they want to move you. And Bobby, of course, coaches well primarily Nike athletes. Um, yeah. We got a bunch of comments on this though. Uh, I want to get to more of them. Um, Kevin just handed a thing about number two four meter status in the world. What about Paulino? Okay. And then Nasser. I mean, you could throw him out there. But, I mean, she's no worse than that. She's in that tier, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, there's – so you're still getting to train with who else, one of the top four that's not – Who else trains gonna... under Bobby? Is it St- – uh... That's a good question. Now that Allison retired, they have a couple other people. I don't know anybody who's crazy high profile okay. right now. Um, let's see. Tampa Eagles think Sid has the higher ceiling in the 400. Uh, a thing couldn't have run a 49 this year. She didn't have the speed. Yeah, I think. But that's where it helps from, from her side of things. If she's trying to work on the speed side, it makes sense within the 800 to stay do you th- but yeah I, I think you're right though about don't read this as a don't interpret this as a thing's gonna run the 400 for sure do you think there could be a way that a thing mo you know becomes friends with sydney they're working out together sydney's getting faster because of a thing as a training partner and it's just like a match made in heaven Two Jersey girls working together. You're really on this Jersey Things are going thing, well. You're really, right? Yeah. And because that friendship is so strong, the thing's like, hey, Sydney, why don't you uh, run an 800? Oh, that's what you're going for. That's a typical Gordon progression of, of right? out here. Do you think she'll convince? It's like, just do one. It's not no, that bad. No. I'll, I'll help you. I don't, I'll, I'll, rabbit, I'll be your rabbit. I'll get you through the first 400. Do you really want to see her run an 800 that bad? I want to see her run the 400. And then yeah. I want to see her run the 400 over and over. If okay. she runs... The world record, then we can talk about other things. No, she has her word cut off. Are you telling me you would not watch one eight hundred? I mean, of of course I would watch, but it's so low on the. You want to make everybody an eight hundred runner? It doesn't. No, you want the Jeremy Warner thing from like (laughs) ten years ago. Come on, it'll be fun to watch. Calm down. Yes, Sydney in her prime running eight hundred would be cool. Can she break two minutes? Would you take the over under? Would you take the over under of two minutes for Sydney McLaughlin right now? Over Uh, in May, so she's fit, and in May, over eight hundred is a different animal. Uh, AJT says more uh, more like a Kinnison trains under Bobby. Okay, well she used to train out here with with Tanja. So uh, someone asked too about the has she signed with one of those big LA talent agencies like Sydney as well? I don't think she signed with uh, WME, and I just I don't know how you have to be in LA if you want to do commercials stuff. I don't know how true that is. I feel like you can still have a high profile and not be centered in Los Angeles. And yeah, Sydney's in commercials here and there, but the majority of her time is not spent. Like she could be living in South Dakota and flying out for Gatorade shoots. Like that's not, it's not that difficult to to pull off. Um, Maybe with other athletes it is, but. um... All right. So other news kind of tangentially connected to this, uh, Brandon Miller also is going to LA. Yeah. Um, did he announce he was going pro? Was that a known thing? I don't know. You're on the Brandon Miller beat because you have him winning gold next year, I think, right? I don't have him winning I gold. Don't, we're the, breaking the world record. Breaking the world record four years from now. Okay. So, so yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, so. Well, it says Texas A&M 2024 on his. No, he, he's, he's, he left. He, he's going to LA. Yeah. Um, I mean. How do you think that's going to affect him not being? I'm not sure. How does that affect his world record in four years? I don't know. We'll have no, to but like, do you, I thought Brandon Miller would have been someone who could dominate. I mean, I'm not sure if we if we already knew he was pro. You know what? Is, we're is gonna this find news? Out? Is it news that he went pro? Yeah. Okay. So it is news. He's turning pro. So that's well, a big he's deal. going pro because he's going to LA. Yeah. To be coached like, by Bobby. He had a lot of eligibility left in college. Yeah, I know. But Texas A&M is not in LA. I know that. Yeah. So. What are your thoughts? My I'm thoughts? trying to ask you a question. What are your thoughts on Brandon Miller for going NCAA eligibility to go be a pro athlete in LA? I think, well, two things. One, 
Good he, decision or bad decision? He accomplished. I'm never going to say it's a bad decision if someone's going to pay you to run. Agreed. I'm Agreed. never going to say it's a bad decision unless they're not paying you much at all and you could stay and, and increase your value. You're all, it feels like you're always going to have competition in the NCAA 800. Yeah. So even if you are really good, you're never going to say, all right, well, I'm just too good for this level. I got, I got to move on. Because we've seen some absolute superstars have issues either with the rounds or just the consistency of the 800. But I look at it from his coach's perspective now. I mean, we're really going to find out if Bobby Kirsty can coach an 800. Right? <laughs> to go from not really having – you know, he's got gold medalists at all the sprint events. Yeah. The hurdle events. He's got them covered. And then now he's got the gold medalist in the women's 800. And on the men's side, one of the best American men. Not best in the world yet, but a really good athlete who could make some noise internationally. So we're going to see if Bobby Kirsty, you know, what what he can do with the 800. So to me, that's interesting. Also, I think Mo and, and, and Miller are both – like they both came from the AAU circuit yep. early on. So they got a ton of – races in their legs but also what they have is like they've ran a variety of events too like they were never just you're a distance runner you're a sprinter like that year it didn't a thing mo win the was it the 15 8 4 and then i think she got second in the 200 at aau's that one year she ran four events ranging from the to the 15 they're just track athletes like they are rangy and i, I think that might fit well with with kersey's Kirth- system because obviously he's coached a ton of events too. Yeah, with uh, Miller out, the can you name the top two finishers returning? Top three returners for the twenty twenty three NCA. Top three returners is Zahafi's gone. Zahafi's right? gone. Okay. Uh Bizimana? Nope. Bizimana finished dead last. But oh. he will be a factor. Okay. Remember he it's uh, Navaski Anderson, okay. Jamaican. Okay, I'm, guess, I'm not going to guess then. Go ahead. Well, I didn't think you know. You're not going to guess this. Jason Gomez, Iowa State, and then Sean Dolan, Villanova. 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 Okay. Anything else you want to add on this? Uh, yeah, uh, Brandon Miller is going to break the world record in 2025, <laughs> according to my calculation. I'm looking at the look at the comments. See if there's anything left. Is your text message from that certain person in response to the yeah. news that you? It sounds like there's gonna be a story that's going up soon. So a split? I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, the battery in my computer's dying. Let's keep going though. We I gotta got stay you. focused. I got you. No, this. Hold on, Cole. Put an asset up so that way I can go into the desk and and. Put an asset up. Oh, yeah. Uh, put, put some. I got. I just gotta adjust something. Yeah. There you go. Put that up. Okay. I gotta be able to. No, you can just well, just do one camera shot on me. Oh, what just do, you do a camera. Do? Oh, there's. Hey, Gordon. Hey. So, Kevin is doing his thing. Uh, our next segment is gonna be Kevin corrects. Right? You're gonna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. So if you didn't watch the podcast, you have time now. Just quickly watch, pause this podcast, watch Wednesday's podcast, enjoy it because it was great, and now come back to Kevin, who's going to tell me how great of a podcast it was. Yeah, so I was gone. I was sick. Gordon filled in. Natural Gordon. He defaulted to only talking about cross country because sometimes you got to talk about what you know. What's uh, your strengths, right? I listened to the entire thing. I have some thoughts, some corrections. Some are minor. Some are major. First of all, he made it seem like I was dead at the beginning. We, yeah. we covered that. I could tell he was thinking in real time. And when Gordon thinks in real time, <laughs> the results – are iffy and he doesn't necessarily explain things the clearest so i can understand why people might have thought i was either dead or got fired or or something i was going for like a hodgepodge between the two yeah you eventually said the word sick i think about 45 seconds yeah. into your explanation so yeah. i would have just opened it i would have opened the show like this welcome to flow track podcast i'm kevin gordon's sick today but we're gonna talk about some NCAA cross country let's get into it yeah but instead you did a lengthy preamble i had of, people on their toes yeah 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 okay first thing First thing I noticed, uh, Tui Valby, you described it as Mahomes v. Allen. Yeah. Because Mahomes, quote, won a title, and so did Tui. Yeah. That was just kind of cool. It's like, all right, who's won a title before? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then and they're the two best. And Allen hasn't won a title, exactly. and neither is Parker Valby. Exactly. So natural comparison there. I mean, this wasn't incorrect, but it just was and something you thought of clearly as and you were saying it. Florida, colors, blue. 
Allen, Buffalo, blue. Yeah, you didn't say that, though. Kansas City, red. That's, NC State, I think that's red. hurting the, uh, the argument. It was pretty strong before you started talking about <laughs> No, colors. they have the same colors of their, their sport. It's the same color. It just was great that you Team. defaulted to that. Uh, the next thing, you mentioned who was going to get last in both the men's and the women's side of things, which I think is a cruel thing to do. I wouldn't oh, do it, but you did it. Oh, come on. And also, you did it before regional, so you don't even know who qualified for the meet, which makes the whole exercise silly. Well, I'm going to do the exercise again after regionals. But I'm going to focus in on what you said about the men's athlete. I don't remember his name. But after you said, hey, I have you ranked 255, you're probably going to get last. But you have one more week at regionals to, quote, change the narrative around you. (laughs) I thought it was a bit ambitious to call it a narrative, seeing as how you are the one who said the narrative about 30 seconds before. But you were giving him a rankings. That's how sports media works, man. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how sports media. We create narratives. But literally nobody else had created Someone's got to start it. <laughs> yeah. I started. Well, anyway, I just like how you said. He still has a chance. Change, change the, narrative. the narrative. I mean, we're, the narrative is still there. We're still talking about it. Uh, at one point, you said, quote, I don't know what I recall. I don't even know what that's in reference to anymore. I don't know what I recall. But you probably shouldn't have said that. Okay, Oklahoma State. You have this theory that because Oklahoma State has run that course before – they're going to do better at it next time. Makes sense. You're familiar with it. Not just run it before. Trains on it. Trains on it. Very familiar with it. However, you really honed in on this idea of death. Yes. It was a motif during the segment. Yes. And you said death that you are prepared for feels different. Yeah. Has this happened to you before? (laughs) No, but I just know. If you're prepared to die, you don't die. That's the other quote I wrote yeah. down. Literally, if you're prepared to die, you don't die. What does that mean? All right, think about it. I did. Two people dying. Yeah. One is prepared. One, it's unexpected. Okay. Who handles it better? The person who's prepared. Well, the other person literally can't handle it because they don't know what's ha- going to happen. Exactly. But that doesn't have anything to do I with... Wanna, you want to prepare for it. But no, you said they don't die. They the end result yeah, is still the same because they don't they don't have to deal with the anxiety and the suddenness of death because they're prepared for it. No, no, it's the other way around. You have more anxiety if you know it's going to happen. No, you don't. That's if not an true. anvil just falls on my head, there was no anxiety. No, I no, was podcasting no, one minute no. and then another minute I'm gone. No, no, no. I think no. you need to take the L on this no. one. I think Oklahoma State does have a little bit of home course advantage, but it's not related to the fact that they are prepared for death. I'll say this. Colt says it's a great quote. I think that was sarcasm from Colt. I, no, I said it was. I said it was deep. I don't know. If deep. It doesn't. That mean, deep. That great. means great. It doesn't. I used to teach high school. This is something someone would write in like a uh, like a a free, a free write section, and I'd be like, "Hey, like, what does that mean?" And they're like, "I don't know, Mister. I was listening to music last night real late." And just I think you're taking it my... too literally. It's supposed you. No, want... exactly. I am taking it literally, but it doesn't make any sense. You're it saying makes a lot of sense. If you're more prepared it does you're not gonna die you're gonna die yeah dead. because like your your mind doesn't feel like death is like a scary thing and i feel like that fear is part of it and if you're able to take away the fear of death it it doesn't it's okay like different let me ask you the age-old question if you would you want to know when you're gonna die or no i would i would want yes i would see most people not most people but the That's people crazy. do the do the people who do say no say no because they don't want to live with that hanging over them because it creates the anxiety that you said won't exist. Would you want to would you want to know would you rather have a loved one die unexpectedly or know that like all right, we get to like spend we can get all the family together. Well, that part makes go sense. Go into the nursing home and like yeah, say goodbye. Like that have, makes sense. You want to be able to say goodbye to a loved one, right? That, yeah, that makes sense. But that's so not that's what you're saying. So that's being prepared to die. That's not what you're saying. You're saying it creates less anxiety. It doesn't create less anxiety. It creates more anxiety. No, I Colt, think it brings in. joy. Way in, Colt. You're a big joy guy. I think yeah. it's I think it's crazy to know when you're going to die or how you're going to die because then you're just avoiding it or looking forward to it on a calendar. I think it's much better to but not I do, now. But I think you accept it. And when you accept it, your brain's just like, you know what? It's Have you done I this just, before? I just don't – yeah. Like I, it also I, – we've kind of gone off the, the topic of us like dying into – we've moved it to somebody else dying. That was never the topic. You know, like it was always about you dying. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the end result is you're dead in all of these scenarios that Gordon set out. So I'm not sure where I'm supposed to take the analogy, but. I already got two more. Uh, BYU getting second, this is the men, will be the hardest thing in their life. First or third will be easy. Yes. Again, 
just doesn't make sense. It makes a hundred percent sense. That's a good take, though. That that one. That they're one either going to win or get third. They're not getting second. Getting second will be easier. It'll take a lesser performance than getting first. I mean, just use your just use your mind for one moment, Kevin, and you'll be able to grasp these concepts. Explain it in thirty seconds. Yeah, this one's this one's pretty simple, Kevin. Thank you. I don't even. I'm not even going to need to explain it. The, the the chat knows. Everyone gets it. How is it harder BYU? to get second than first? Because it is. Okay. Because ah. they're a, they're a first or third place team. They're not a second place team. Last thing, uh, when you roasted everybody, some of them were good. Yeah, some of them were bad. Some of them were bad, and it was like the scene in Anchorman when they're all trying to burn each other, and Steve Carell's character, Brick Chamon's like, where'd you get those suits? I love lamp. No, yeah. no, the toilet store. Oh, the toilet it, was, store. it was a toilet store level burn. And I think the worst one was Princeton, because you called Princeton, quote, a polling school. Yeah. And I think you just confused Cole, because he's like, well, I don't know what a polling school is. And you're like, don't they you know do what? a lot of polls? And then you mentioned Susquehanna. Which does sponsor some polls. Yeah, or Emerson, they do polls too, right? Uh, Marquette. Marquette. Monmouth. Monmouth, that's the one I was thinking. Monmouth. I knew you were thinking that. Monmouth. But then you said, you said Susquehanna. So not only were you wrong on Princeton, yeah. you were wrong on the replacement school that you had for Princeton. You know what? And be- that means Princeton's going to win the national title <laughs> because I was not only – I was yeah. wrong on my birth. You could have well. done – Anything you could else. have gone so much farther. I could just call them nerds, and then well, you did that three other times. Yeah, so. it's like I did. You think some... of those in the moment, or did you write them out? It was all in the moment. Yeah, but... you got. See, here's the thing: you get sixty percent of the way there the first time through. If you just put a little bit of effort, yeah, in, you could get a hundred percent of the way through. Well, I wasn't prepared the... for my podcast host text me in the yeah. morning saying I ain't coming. Well, I text you at seven in the morning. You had five hours to get ready. What was your Mark Wetmore one? Like Mark? How More like you? you haven't won since 2014. More, but I think yeah. they won in 2015. Yeah, I, so didn't, I, didn't, I didn't correct the record. Yeah. Well, the women. You're talking about just the men? You're talking the about men, men right? Yeah, yeah the men. women won in yeah, women. 18. Yeah, women won in 18. Okay, that's all the corrections. So it was a great pod. I didn't get into the nitty. Oh, the other thing was your number rankings. And then someone even chimed in because you explained them in the most confusing way possible. No. Lower is better. Yeah. Like, man, all time, a 0.95. I mean, it makes, at a point it's nine okay seven. for lower to be better. I mean, running 9.8 is better than running 9.9. Nine, I know. Right? So the <laughs> concept of lower number means no, no, better. No, no, it wasn't just a lower number. It's just we have no grasp of what that – when you're like, these two are really close. They are. One is a 0.98 and one is a point. Nine seven two. No one knows what that means. Yeah, but no one. I don't have the ability to tell anyone what it means. One because the algorithm is proprietary. <laughs> no one can have access to it. I'll take it, this algorithm to my grave. And number two, like no one wants to listen to this like information. Like they just want to know what's the result. Who's your one? Who's my two? Admit there's no real algorithm. There is a real algorithm. What do you mean it's not? You see my Excel sheet. The, the, no, hold on. It's not real. You have an Excel sheet. You don't have an algorithm. You know you can run the algorithms in Excel. The whiteboard that used to be behind Gordon in the show. I think that's Dude, what the algorithm is. Are you is. telling me this? Just the whiteboard. Are you? All right, hold on. Show this on. Oh, there it is. Zoom He's in. giving away the secrets. Zoom in on that. Can you? You can't tell because of light, but there is a lot of text. You can't tell? I don't know. Maybe I go backwards? Anyway, there's an algorithm. There are... Uh, 26 columns. No, more than that. There's like 40 columns and 3,000 rows. That's an algorithm. No, it's a spreadsheet. It's not a spreadsheet. It's an algorithm. Because uh, I, I, do, I do calculations in every <clears throat> column and then I use a percentage and then I put it together and then it busts out a list, a number. This is like when you were talking about – you were talking to NAU's camp. <laughs> My algorithm. I'm just saying. My algorithm is foolproof. Okay. Coaches love the algorithm. They say, where you got me this year, this week, and I tell them. But you could just – They're like, I don't know about make, that. You could just make them up. Yeah. These, Microsoft Excel World Championship. Dude, I would kill it at this. I need to enter. I don't think you'd kill. I would at least be top five. There's people out there who do Excel all day, 24-7 for their life. I do Excel all day, 24-7 on cross-country rankings. Can you make a pivot table? Yes. Can I make a pivot I table? I bet there's someone in the chat who's really good at Excel who should challenge you. Oh, challenge my so macro I, game? Yeah. So oh, I, I'll bring it. I applied for a job one time. I didn't know what it was, but it got like fed to me in some job search engine thing. And at that time, I was not getting a ton of responses. So I got super pumped when I was like, oh, I got a 
I got a response for this job. And there's like three levels of things that you had to do for the job. And one of them was you needed an to Excel do comp- like an Excel challenge type thing, like an Excel. You had to do an Excel webinar, not a webinar, a skills demonstration. Yeah. I know nothing about Excel, but I really it's wanted the job or I wanted to be able to do the okay. job. So like your time slot for your skills demonstration is like Tuesday at 11. So I was like, okay, I got a week. So I go on YouTube. I'm like, how to do Excel. And then about 20 minutes in, I'm like, nope. So she didn't never respond to anything. They're like, you still, and they really were clearly desperate for someone to take the job because they kept asking me, can you show up to the skills demonstration? And I just was like, I couldn't do it. And then I thought, do I really want a job where that's what I'm doing? All yeah. the time. I Excel is basically like instead. it's a weird version of coding. It's like a code language. Yeah, and you just have to learn it, and then you know how to do the different things. Yeah, and I just wasn't the. And then I looked at some of the stuff that they were having. Like they sent me like you need to be able to do like do this, this, and this. And I was like, I can't figure out how to do minutes and seconds, which is what my main priority <laughs> is. But I don't think you can either. Yeah, I, I can. asked you one time. I got, can do minutes and seconds. It gets really weird, dude. Though. Look how many minutes and seconds I have here. No, it did some. We tried to do this one thing one time. And it no, like didn't I know work. how to do it. It, it. it gets. All right, well, maybe it was in Google Sheets. Google Sheets sucks with it. I hate Google oh, Sheets. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've tried to do Google it. Google Sheets is the worst. Adam says an algorithm is the formula behind the rows and yes. the columns. Yes, and look at this. All right. But he changes it every look at 10 this, minutes. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Boom. Oh, you can challenge this guy. You should challenge yeah, the Bring it. What's this guy's name? I don't know. Come on. Looks like a kid, though. Um, I mean, all right. Kids are smart. You don't have a – yeah, there's, he just changes it though. So no, it's not, look, look. This is like Hold on, let me small. See. Let, yeah. me see. let me see. Let me see what it is. So, uh, guys, he, I can he, confirm. He, he, yeah, Tui is 9.690 and Valby is 0.9750. Yeah, so there's a th- yellow, uh, blue, orange are different types of athletes. So yellow is an athlete who has performances <laughs> last year and this year. Orange is an athlete who has – a performance last year that is better than their performance this year, and then blue is a perfor- uh, athlete who only has a performance from this year. You know what you should you should call it your model, like they do five thirty eight. My model? Yeah, yeah, that would be kind of cool. You should do that for next year. Should I use my algorithm? Should I predict the the election? Yeah, on Tuesday and predict sporting event. Predict the Phillies. Phillies are gonna win. Okay. Seven. And that's in the algorithm. Yes, it's in the algorithm. Uh, all right, New York City Marathon. You want to talk about it? Let's do it. 45 minutes into the New York City Marathon podcast, and we're going to talk about the New York City Marathon. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about it. We got we got wide open races on both the, the men's and the women's side. Um, I guess let's start first with the men. Defending champion Albert Career is in there. His PB 208, just just 208, but has won this race before. Evans Chabet won Boston. He'll be debuting in New York. Shura Katata, Daniel Donasimiento. Abdi Nagy, who was the Olympic silver medalist in the marathon. On the American side, you got Rupp, you got Leonard Career, you got Fobble, Abdi, Martin Hare, Jared Ward, Ben True, and then making his debut is Shadrach um, Kip Chirchir. So on the American side, well, I'll talk about international field. Why don't you break down the Americans in this race? I like Chibet for the win here. Uh, he's been very consistent throughout his career. The only thing that worries me would be his New York City debut. And we know this course is unique. It's challenging. It doesn't have pacers. Nagui, I think, could be an interesting guy to get up into the mix. He DNF'd at Worlds this summer as well. And then I guess you you obviously can't count out defending champion in career. But there's only like four guys, basically, Gordon, that you feel really good about. Everybody outside those top four, I think, would be an upset, which leaves room for some Americans to potentially get into the mix and podium. a lot of them to get into the top top 10. Yeah, podium or top 10. Typically, New York gets one or two Americans on the men's side in the top 10. Uh, and it's not necessarily like all-time great Americans. Yeah. It's like, hey, you survived. I mean, winning times are typically around 208 to 210. So it's not like – this isn't Valencia. This isn't Berlin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on the American side, obviously – question is rep how healthy is he yeah he says he's, he's doing better uh build up to new york city compared to his build up to world championships but he didn't say 100 percent. he still says he has a lagging like like a nerve situation nerve issue back issue yeah yeah so the the days of you know 2012 rep and 2016 rep they're not here right right like it's so as much as we can look at his pedigree 
we have to recognize that Rupp is not a surefire the way we think. But 2021 was good. Got second in Chicago. But that was pre this run of injuries too. Yeah. So I think there's a chance that Rupp isn't even a top American. Fair. Because I think Rupp has, you know, he's just not 100%. Yeah. Um, When I think about who could potentially beat a Rupp, I think I go with two main people. I believe they're still training partners. Lenny Courier. And Chad Rackett-Searcher. Mm-hmm. I think Courier, it's a little bit of a known. I'm not sure where he is. I mean, what's the last time Courier's run a race? It's been he a hasn't while. run a marathon since the trials. He's yeah. been running on the road, but he hasn't run a marathon since yeah. he got fourth in Atlanta. And so, but fourth in Atlanta was good. I just think Shadrach Kipchurcher, I think we're going to see something special from him. I think... Debut? I think it's going to be a great debut. I think it's going to be a top 10 type debut for Kipchurcher. He's, you know, was great at the 10K. Uh, they, the training, they did, the, that training group does a good job of getting good, you know, marathoners to perform well. I mean, yeah. you see what career did, even though he never, he didn't make the team, but fourth place is still fourth place is good at the trials. Yeah. Um, ran the 207. So I'm thinking career or Shadrach are kind of the two wild cards to potentially beat Rupp and be in the top 10. Uh, John from Let's Run posted an article after talking to Rupp at the press conference, and the title was Galen Rupp Sounds Like a Guy Trying to Convince Himself He's Ready to Go, which oftentimes that's the case in the marathon press conference because you don't see them run any build-up races, you know? Yeah. In the shorter, it's all based on training, and you don't really in the, know. In the, in the shorter events, if someone's been running horrible all year, you know. and they show up to the pre-classic press conference and said, I'm going to run 9-7, everybody's like, wait, what? Like, what world you are you living 10, in? You're 10-1, bro. Yeah, 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 but it's like we don't know what's going on. So a lot of these athletes, they're, they're talking themselves up. And then they run the race, and they tell you after, oh, yeah, I've been training half of what I normally do, and uh, <laughs> my leg's broken. Yeah. So <laughs> this was not going to work well for me. But I'm blinded my left eye. Yeah, yeah. But I put on a happy face for the press conference, and I showed up. I, I think I think you're right. He may not be the top American, and I I don't know about Kip Shearer in his debut career is interesting to me because I he's got to have one more in him, right? Uh, yeah, one more good one. Like he had that awesome um, first one in, in Prague, and he's he's a huge talent. Um, I guess I'd also be interested in seeing what what Hare does. He's still only 29, right? He was the toast of the town for a bit there too, so. Abdi's in the race. We know he's a gamer. He 45. A he's probably going to finish like sixth, and everyone's going to be like, oh my God. he just keeps doing it. Keeps doing it. Um, trying to look at Career's latest races. So he got second in the 10K on September 17th, um, the USA Championships. Yeah. 10K. Which you tells know? you nothing because maybe he ran. 25 miles the day before it just is you don't know in may he did win the 25k road racing championships in grand rapids he did win the usa half marathon championships in may so talking yourself into leonard career september 5th he the 20k he was second keep going keep going 15k he was second dude he's run so much keep going i told you yeah he's been cross country he was top four men's 8k he was third you're liking this resume the Cooper Riv, Riv, the Cooper River Bridge Run yeah, in place? Charleston, South Carolina, second. Okay. BAA 10K, first. Predict him for the podium. I want to hear it. Dude. Do it. He's your guy, right? He's my guy. Him and Shadrach are my guys. Okay. They're on the longest of course. I have a lot of I have Gordon's, guys. They're all my guys. guys. I, I should do a whole podcast, who are my guys and who are not my guys. Okay. Well, I know one who's not your guy. But – what do you think about you don't you don't even know it could have been anybody. <laughs> I know, but I do you, know do, you really, do you really think you can get top five? I like that resume. I think he can because I think yes, yes. I think the top yes. of this field. Yes, he's running well. Yeah. There's some guys here who are legit, but one or two DNFs are off days and you're gonna get an unexpected result. Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. I'm gonna go yeah. So top American. His most recent race was a twenty eight thirty five ten K. Okay. Let's go to the women's side. Women's side. So I think the biggest story is how good is Helen O'Beary going to be? She's been a star on the track. Five medals, including one this summer in the 10K. She was second this summer in the 10,000. She's run 64-22 in the half. So she's run longer stuff, but this will be her first marathon, and it's in 
New York. This field is tough, though. Sal Peter is there. She's run 217. She got bronze at Worlds. Deborah Selassie, who was the world champion this summer, 218 low. She's won Berlin. She's very experienced. Then you have someone like Edna Kiplagat, Viola Cheptu, um, Tafiri, Rotich. Like this is a this is a tough field. I think it's good. it's asking an awful lot to win your debut race when it is in New York. But do you like do you like O'Beary? Do you like the fact that she's moving over to the marathon while her track speed is still there? You do like it. You enjoy. What are you googling? No, I'm right. googling Sarah Hall scratched. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I Let me try that. Again. I, I tuned you out. I was I was googling Sarah Hall and the reason she scratched. I'm sorry. Injured. I was preparing for when you throw it to me for American. Okay. Analysis. That's okay. My my question was. <laughs> what was your question? Let me reset that. <laughs> I think the big question coming in on a lot of people's minds: How good is Helen O'Beary gonna be? Because she's still so good in the track. Yeah. Silver medal this summer. Do you think that makes her a threat? Because ordinarily, someone debuting in New York, that's tough. Yeah, and maybe, like, has she put enough marathon training in to give us a great marathon? Because right now, in order to be great, you need to be sub-220. Like, is she ready to be sub-220? Not, I don't even think sub-220 will happen on this course. But, like, can you go from track training all your entire career – and then what? She's been what four months? All of a sudden, be like, "Yep, I'm a sub two twenty marathoner." Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, I think she's she been, might need another. She's been doing some road stuff though. But road just different when you get to twenty six point yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, I get you. She get hasn't you. seen what the, her body does when she gets to like the twenty third mile. There's no easy women's marathon right now. If it's a major marathon, we've gone through how many yeah. women can run close to world record. Pace. I think that she can still be great, but just not good in the race one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's still. I think she'll be. I think she'll have a killer spring marathon. Yeah, well, and in this race again, you have one in three from the World Championships, which was a legit race this summer. You have someone like Kip Legat, who's got first or second eight times at marathon majors. You have Cheptu, who was second last year in this race. Ronald Legat's sister. I remember him calling that race and getting very excited. One of the enduring moments of. The 2021 New York City Marathon. So there's just there's just tough competition here. Like this is, again, there are no women's marathons that are easy right now in the world, but this one is is still going to be very very challenging. Even though it doesn't necessarily have the run of women with like PRs that are 217 or 218 right now. So that that's what I'm looking at on the international side. Uh, domestically, Damato, Linden, Bates, Tuliamuk. Hall, as you mentioned, scratched. So you take one person out there. Damato, this will be her fourth marathon of the year and the third since the summer. Uh, yeah, what do you? I guess Bates maybe would be the person you'd pick for top American woman. She was seventh in the world. Damato, her fourth one. I mean, bias. She was on the pod, so we get that out of there. Yeah. But like, and she owned you with your stats. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. I don't know. It's, it's got to take a toll at some point, doesn't it? She's run three marathons since in, in four this'll months. Be a, yeah. Uh, this will be her third. Third, third. Four months. months, yeah. I don't know. I think she's so good, though. She's the former American record holder. I think she – I think <laughs> – yeah. I think I think, uh, I think she'll be the top American. I, I understand Bates is the person – is probably where you put the most confidence in because I'm a Bates. She's shown consistency. She's one of the – she's – Showing that she can be one of the top three or four best American in any given race, and so you gotta take that. You gotta like those odds. But I think Kara D'Amato is. I think she wouldn't run the race if she didn't feel like she could at least podium. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't run the race if she didn't think she could win. Okay, I mean, what sort of race do you expect to see? Because sometimes it does gut out hard, but oftentimes you know because there are no rabbits and because it's a tough course, it's a lot more cautious. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're all going to be together. I think they're kind of. I think Kara's kind of getting used to running, you know, with the other Americans. They were doing their thing at Worlds. I don't know. To be honest, I, I'm just going to be straight blunt with you. I do not know. Yeah. And I'm trying to pretend to know, but I have no idea what's going to happen. That's why New York's fun, right? Yeah. Okay. Some of these other races. I will say this, though. 
some of these other races, you don't need to turn it on until 20. I do have an unnamed source. No, I, a source told me. Hold on, let me find a quote. Is this about New York City? It's about New York City. Okay, good. Uh, where is it? I got a text the other day. Right now? Oh, I was going to say, is this happening now? About a certain athlete. Where is it? Hold on. This is great. I'm coming. I got a lot of spam mail. You get so much spam mail during election season. I'm just like, stop, stop, stop. Okay, here we go. Here it is. Okay, Gordon it. is looking at his phone, guys. All right. This is great stuff. Go. Emily Durgan is fit. As explicitive, how do I place a bet on New York City Marathon? So this person believes Emily Durgan, who's making her debut, mm. her marathon debut. She's on the start list right there with Helen O'Berry and Sharon Locchetti as the three debuters. Apparently, Debutons. this person is extremely fit. And maybe she could be a surprise newcomer to the conglomerate of U.S. women yep. marathoners. That, you know, we look at, you see Toon look on the wrist, Stephanie Bruce, Nell Rojas, all these great, yeah. Molly Grable, all these great. And maybe Emily Durgan's going to be like, whoa, mm-hmm. she just finished sixth. She was the second American. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. So keep an eye on Emily Durgan. I mentioned Tule Muck too, because she won the trials. I had a baby, then didn't finish in at the Olympics, but maybe, maybe now she's, uh, she's going to get back in that group. It's tough though. Like you're right. I'll how deep it is like in every single um american field nowadays okay but, so pick the top three order of the u.s women go uh bates one i'll go i'll go tuliamak two and then i'll go damato three i'm gonna go damato one durgan two because your source is my source bates three Who's your source? Do I know this person? Unnamed. I can't okay. tell you. All right. They just seen this it's, person has seen this person train. Okay. So have they seen everybody else in the field train? Uh, uh seen all the Flagstaff people train. All right. And have been keeping notes. <laughs> yeah. So oh, okay, that's good. All right. I think that's it. We did it. Full hour. One of our more action-packed hours. All right. Do we have any updates on the uh, no, high school I, bandit? Runner. No, nothing yet. I think we'll def. You'll if people are interested in the story, you know, check back on social media and on Miles Split and stuff. I'm sure there'll be something, and we'll be able to break it down on Monday. So it's gonna be there. It was wild. It was a wild day. A lot of uh, cross country and track and field today, Gordon. Kevin going out there getting scoops. Tampa Eagle just asked us where is the oh sub pot. Okay, it was supposed to be this week, Tampa Eagle. But he got sick. I was bad sick. I did do. I couldn't get off of the couch on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yesterday started my – I mean, I'm saying this. So we're doing it next week. Yeah, we're doing it next week. I apologize that I was sick. We will do it next week. And you don't want a sub-pod that's just me. It would be a sub-par sub-pod, and you don't want that. Yeah. So we will have one. We appreciate uh, all the members. If you want to be a member, it's only five bucks. Yeah, five bucks. A month, and, and we will do um, one a week. And we're planning more for the new year, by the way. We're planning yeah. – we have a lot of – goals for the new year and yes. one of them is to increase increase the frequency of a sub pod maybe not even like a full pod but perhaps like a 10 minute bonus segment each day when there's more stuff happening yeah, of like what when, does gordon really think about yeah when the season actually starts we're still in the kind of the off season yeah. there's still running going on but it's off season mode yeah but so yes we will do it next week my apologies um yeah, I, I apologize for getting sick i i I'm responsible for that. It was, you know me, I, I'm pretty tough. We went to Birmingham for NCAA indoors. That well, you were sick too. Yeah. I was bad, but I stuck with it. I asked you guys to get me some food when you wanted to eat, and you didn't. And then Lincoln got me McDonald's, yeah, and I was like, "Thanks, dude." You guys went to McDonald's for me. He's like, "No, we went to this other place." Like, well, you couldn't have got me. I was gonna pay you back. That's the last time I had McDonald's. I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the last time I had McDonald's. Look at you, Gordon is very healthy, guys. Mr. Salad over here. I ate an apple today. When's the last time you did that? Yesterday. Oh, okay. Back-to-back days of eating an apple. Back-to-back apples. Do you know what, like, the coolest thing to walk around, like, a street holding? An apple? An apple. You kind of gave that away. A skateboard. (laughs) A skateboard. But if you see someone walking around with just an apple in their hand, 
You're like, that guy has their shit together. What about a parrot? Parrot, no. That's that means a person's a little okay. cuckoo. What about because like? a phone? Everyone's like that guy's like has his phone, but an apple, you're like, why does he have an apple? You do sort of look like a apples are great too. They got a little bit of I heard like a natural caffeine in them too. Yeah, so I mean, banana is kind of a little. All right, that's I don't know. Pear is like this guy. That's too juicy. Yeah, and that's too like. All right, man, come yeah. on. We get it. We get you it. You have a pair. Yeah, you found the yeah. pair. You hang out in the produce section. Yeah. Gordon's done a total 180 this year, guys. It's something to behold. And also a really big night for him tonight. No, it's tomorrow. It got moved. Oh. Because right. apparently there's a huge thunderstorm coming to Austin. No comment. No, there really is. No. It's no, the governor announced like a state of emergency. Tonight? Yeah, this afternoon. Okay. You should prepare for this. It's well, like apparently like tornadoes are coming. Is it going to impact soccer tomorrow? It's going to impact whatever's happening this afternoon. It doesn't say anything. There's tornadoes. Partly cloudy conditions expected around 5 p.m. No, Google There's no tor- rain in the forecast for today. Gordon, I think someone told you No, I looked. I Googled it this morning. It was happening. No, hold on. There's a tornado I mean, coming. it rained this morning. Yeah, you, you saw that, right? There was wind and rain this morning. Yeah. And now it's, it seemed to be abating. So there are storms possible this Wait, afternoon what? into the evening. No, hold on. I'm not wrong. Severe okay. storm threat. Okay. In any event, we'll guys, go. come on. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. If there is a severe storm tonight, I hope everybody is safe. Thank you yeah, to stay Colt safe out there for producing. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the New York City Marathon. Thank you to our sponsor, Gooder. We'll be back on Monday to recap it. Gordon hopefully will stop playing with his water bottle cap by then when he realizes the mics are on. We'll talk to you guys later. Like and subscribe. Jeez. <laughs>